Konbawa. Hi, everybody. I am Jack. I just wanted to take a minute to introduce Terraced Out. So, Terraced Out is a podcast about a show about six strangers living together, and we observe how they interact. All that they've prepared is a beautiful home and automobiles, and all that we've prepared is a couple of microphones, opinionated friends, and an hour of our time. There's absolutely no script at all. We are watching and reviewing, and we absolutely hope you love the show, follow along, and enjoy. Kumbawa, everyone, and welcome to Terraced Out. I'm Michelle. And I'm Caitlin. And we're ready to talk Terrace House. Woohoo! Okay. So, we're, our new season is on a roll now in Tokyo. And so, we're going to just recap quickly what happened last week. Last week, we met everyone. That's what happened last week. <laughs> and we got introduced to the house. We also know a little bit about. Who everyone has a little first impression crush on. So we have Shohei, who is the actor, model, who was from Taiwan or Taipei. He just came from there. He liked Kaori and he pretty straightforwardly asked her out. She's a 28-year-old illustrator. And that was really cute because she also liked him on first impression. Mm-hmm. However, Haruka, 24, the actress, she was very unamused watching this whole thing play out she was just very i don't know non-plused mm-hmm. i think and she thought that our little baby cinnamon roll ruka the our little baby 20 year old he's the the youngest of the house cutie. was he's such a cutie he's adorable he's like a little baby <laughs> and um she thought he was cute and he thought that haruka was cute so That was a little interesting, but we do also find out in this episode, too, that Haruka says that she can't really talk to Ruka, so (laughs) I don't really know if that's going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Next, we have Kenny, 31. He's the eldest member of the house right now, and he is a singer. His band, Spicy Soul, I can't believe we're plugging him on on this, but um, (laughs) that is so he is he's very mysterious at this point. He hasn't like really put his cards out there. And we also have Risako, who also is uh she's twenty one. She's she's does she's a fitness trainer for a Japanese music label called uh, Avex Japan and she is the trainer and nutritionist to their young Japanese pop stars, it seems, in which you see a little bit of her performing her job this episode. And and this leads into Kenny and Haruka and their exchange. But uh, Risako felt that there's a wall up when when it when it comes to Kenny. And uh, one of the big things this episode was was that uh, they are not sure if he is fully being himself, and they feel he is a little fake. Mm-hmm. But beside that whole this putting that whole fake thing aside whether or not he is being himself or not i mean they've only been in the house for one day at this point so i think yeah. it's okay that you haven't like put all of your cards on the table yet you know but, i did too and he did kind of share that with his uh, yeah. bandmates i think he's aware that he's not uh, right. opening up yeah, because it felt like his his bandmates were kind of gassing him up a little bit, and they're like, "Well, I think everyone's jealous yeah. of you and threatened." And he's like, "No, I, I am yeah. being a little reserved," which I mean, cameras everywhere, so yeah, obviously a thing. But despite the fact that the entire house <laughs> thinks that are, are questioning whether or not Kenny is being real or fake, he and Haruka end up having a guitar lesson. In the Mm -hmm. living room. And this becomes one of the big things that happens in this episode. Because this leads to another date. And so it started kind of very classically. I don't know if like everyone does this. But like I've definitely done this when I was in high school. Where I have very small hands too. And I can't reach a full octave on the piano. 
And so boys used to always be like, oh, my God, your hands are so small. And then I'd be like, oh, my God, are, do you think so? And then they'd be like, well, let me see your hand. And then they, like, used it as an opportunity to, like, touch hands and, like, get Oh, closer. my gosh. Yes. You know? So I felt like there was uh-huh. a lot of energy of that when she led into this yeah. whole, like, look at my hand. It's so small, don't you think? Like, it's yeah. just very, like, It was fetid. a total ploy. Like, yeah. It was a little coy. Yeah, like Kenny and um and Corey were like talk, you know, talking about illustrating and right, like right, what right. they use, what kind of software yes. and stuff. And she's just kind of like sitting there listening, blah blah blah. So yeah, I want to play the guitar. <laughs> she just she act. Yeah. I think there was a moment where she was like, I literally don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like she was like, I don't yeah. understand anything. Yeah, you're and saying. then and then she just goes then, right into the guitars. Yep. She was, just like brings the conversation to and her. I was like, oh, we're starting that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when they like jump to the couch and they start playing, I kind of felt mm-hmm. bad for Corey because I was like, I yeah. saw her just feeling like, you know, kind of a little awkward, you know, yeah. not really being involved. Mm-hmm. But I thought the way that she like excused herself was yeah. really like mature and like, you know, just feel like, oh, like I got some things to get done, like have fun, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and, you know, left. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, she could tell that they were like kind of having Vibing. a little moment. And- yeah, and right. so she didn't want to, like, get involved with that. Yeah, which, which she mentions yeah, I, I later whole... when they're having a conversation in the bedroom later on. Kaori and Haruka is kind of explaining to Kaori what happened during their little little guitar date. And she's, like, all excited and freaking out. And Kaori mentions, she's like, yeah, no. She's like, and then she, Haruka's like, did you leave on purpose? And she's like, no, but like, I just, I've also felt like I just wanted you guys to have a good time. And like, I had to work anyway. So I just kind of wanted to like, give you guys some space. And like, she does mention that she did kind of give them some space, yeah. which I thought was very cute and like sweet of her that she like is trying to bond with, you know, these girls, like, yeah, um, no, yeah. not wanting to step on anyone's toes and you know, just kind of giving them the time. I thought that was, I thought that was really respectable of her. Right. And even how they, like, went about the date, it was super casual. Like, yeah, it was so kind of like, yeah, you know, so my friend has a show. I kind of oh, want to yeah. go. Are you free? Right. Like, it was, it was super, like, I don't know. It was very, like, chill, very casual. It, was it wasn't like, chill. hey, you want to go out? It was just kind of like, yeah, I'm free. Oh, you want to come with me? And he's like, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I liked that. It was very, like, force on either side. The way she segued into being like, are you free during the day? Like, what are you doing yeah. during the day? And he's like, oh, nothing. And she's like, well, do, and she, he's like, oh, why? Do you, like, want to go get something to eat first? And she's like, yeah, I thought we could get a meal or something. Yeah, and it was like, like okay, they were vibing well, together. Yeah. So they were like, they, it was going to be like this thing. She was like, but it's it's such a it's such a great way to ask someone out because, like, you know, this is something you guys have in common. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a very nice like low like low not low maintenance but like yeah. there's not a lot of pressure i guess it's like low pressure totally. which is yeah, kind of cool they just go get some food and like hang out right. it's just it seems like a fun date like i think this was yeah. a good one it did surprise me you know that she kind of made these little moves you know on right. kenny so i like thought that she would try to like talk to ruka and stuff at first more right. so this definitely did surprise me a little bit um, right. But I'm really curious to see how their date goes to see if he does open up, you know, yeah. see if they still vibe. Um, yeah, I'm I definitely th- I'm really interested to see how it goes. Yeah, I think for, for me, it kind of was like it did feel I felt a little off put, I guess, the first time I was just well, I watched this episode. I was kind of like, huh, I thought she liked Ruka. But then this time I watched mm-hmm. the episode, I kind of like really I noticed her mentioning how like. She said to, I think she said to Kaori that like she finds it really hard to talk to Ruka because he's, yeah. they're like, oh, he's, he's like not easy to talk to. Like he's just quiet and yeah. like and stuff. And then she's mentioned how she calls herself an old man because her hobby is muscle cars. American muscle cars and then mm-hmm. when Corey asks her like what uh, yeah. what other things are you interested in she's like oh I recently like got really interested in watching golf and like I've I've taken it up mm-hmm. and then she talks about how like she yeah. literally all of her friends are old men because 
she just talks about she like hangs out with older guys who fix up her car and she drag races which is like really cool this she's like a badass like she it's dragged really cool hot seven corvette yeah they all look up her car which is yeah. like the badass the most badass car ever like the fact that she yeah. looks like she does and she is like who she is and then she drives that car is like so cool I think she's so cool. Like, she's a catch. Yes, she was very, like, unapologetic. Yeah. Like, she was super, like, upfront about talking about those, like, interests of hers. Like, I really loved it. Like, I can't wait to see more of, you know, of that side of her. She could be, like, she could butt heads with people because she isn't, she hasn't, she can't hide, like, how she feels. It just shows up on her face. Yeah. And, like, if she's not careful, that's going to cause problems. But then she also is very, like, unapologetic about the fact that she understands that she lives in this very small bubble where she is the center of attention all the time because old men fawn over her. Because, like, how – I mean, even this panelist talk about, like, if you were an old man and, like, everyone you hang out with is older men and this young, vibrant actress who's obsessed with muscle Mm -hmm. cars and loves to play golf and, like, watch golf in her free Mm -hmm. time. And likes to cook is yeah. like they're like wow this chick is really cool yeah and like it's like they're she's yeah. like their daughter you know like it's kind of the way yeah. that like Japanese people are I don't know so mm-hmm. I, I just get it I I think like I think when you're living with I mean it's only been a day but like I guess to her if she's kind of like an old soul like and Ruka is like I think maybe she kind of becomes more like a mom so she doesn't really she's like he's cute yeah. but he doesn't really feel like a romantic interest more like yeah yeah I want to protect him because <laughs> he's my yeah. baby brother. yeah totally so I, yeah. I, I kind of didn't fault her for especially if she's like hanging out with old dudes like it, it would make sense that she's drawn to the older guy in the house like who's just versus the young one yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i don't know i just like, so it was much more comfortable yeah. for her yeah so i kind of was like i wasn't super surprised but it, it i was kind of like but you yeah. said you liked him <laughs> So that is confusing, but but it was cute. I loved I loved the little date. I think the date was cute. Talking about your hands being small, and then yeah, it's just such a cute, cute thing. Yeah, it kind of like flowed naturally. Like nothing felt too forced. From yeah, and everything. So and like teaching instruments is a really good date too. Like I mean, teach me how to play the guitar. Like that's a really cute date. Anyone who wants date mm-hmm. advice, <laughs> I guess yeah. I. Dated, and, but. like, the date itself will be cool because it's, like, her friends performing. Yeah. And he's fun. a musician. You know, Kenny's a musician. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it'll be a really comfortable date yeah, for comfort- both of them. And it's it's low pressure because, like, you do have yeah. to remind her, like, we have to remind ourselves, like, these people have to live together. <laughs> so, yeah. like, you know, yeah. you're trying to date. We'll get but to know each other quickly. <laughs> yeah. You also don't want to, like, make things super awkward, like, off the bat. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, the other thing, basically, oh, so, so it's really funny. I think in the last episode, we talked about how I think I referenced how, like, there's things called in things that are very common in Terrace House. And one of the common things on the show are, quote, incidents, like, blah, blah, blah incidents. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. will be the meat incident or <laughs> whatever. And in this case, it's the tempura incident uh, or how the, the panelists dub it because of, of, of a really weird example that Shohei makes about jobs and working. But basically... Yeah, not gonna uh, lie. When I saw this title, I thought, like, when I first opened up the episode, I thought they were, like, gonna be fighting over tempura know, or right? something like that. Yeah. You know, like, someone ate their exactly. tempura. Or, oh, my God. That's totally, like, my <laughs> first impression. I was like, tempura incident. I was like, oh, we're that's, gonna fight over some food. I'm that's ready. That's so funny you say <laughs> that. Because the meat incident from the previous Tokyo season, Boys and Girls in the City, uh-huh. has to do with the fact that one of the hairdressers, he received, like a gift from from one of his clients like a regular client of his of like high quality kobe beef and he was like saving it in the fridge and then like his girlfriend in the house and two other members of the house like made all of the meat for dinner didn't save him any and then they didn't even finish it and they threw some of it away and it became this whole thing 
And it was so dramatic, Caitlin. It was crazy. <laughs> okay, so then my, my so, yeah. first inkling of your reading temper incidents. It's kind of what I was imagining. Yes. A surprise when that's not what happened. You but. have very good <laughs> instincts about this show already. You just, you get it. You get it. Yeah, it's like um, Champagne Gate <laughs> on The Bachelor. I was like, ooh, I'm ready to fight in the kitchen. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. So one of the big things, so the two big things on the show, as as we previously mentioned, is they either come on the show to find love or they come here to basically talk about their dreams, make their dreams come true, or like figure out what they want to do with their life and just kind of go from there. So like that's kind of the other big thing in the house, especially with these people. And because, I mean, if you think about it, Haruka has been working as an actress. Has she's been a working actress since she's fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. And she's yep. what twenty four now. 24. And then we find out a little bit more about each of of the characters' backgrounds. The the profiles kind of pop up, and you see like where they grew up and when they where they graduated from high school, when um, when they came to Tokyo, like where their previous jobs were, how how long they haven't had a girlfriend, whatever, or boyfriend, uh, partner anything and and we find out that kaori the illustrator she's she's very well educated yeah Uh, and she doesn't like talk about it like that really surprised me in a way where she doesn't like she doesn't flaunt it she doesn't brag about it like i i I like her but when i read that i could i i was like oh yeah no i see that because you can Mm -hmm. see it in her in the way that she is like yeah sense that she's so diplomatic because she's she went to a very good private school in Japan. Then she went to Canada and went to high school. And then she graduated from there. Then she went and she went to a Japanese Ivy League school. She studied abroad at Paris One. Mm-hmm. She worked for a foreign investment company. She worked for a foreign IT company. Mm-hmm. And she talks about when they discuss their dreams and just like how they view professionalism mm-hmm. and, and their careers Corey discusses some very interesting topics, but she's also very, like, she has her point of view, but she also is able to to understand each of the other four members' points of view. Yeah, she wasn't like, this is the my way or the highway, like, my thoughts. Like, she was not very, right. you know, not too centered on her opinions. She was definitely open to listening to the other people. Yeah. Okay, so backing up, what happened was, so Shohei and Corey decide to make nikujaga for dinner which is basically this traditional japanese comfort home food where you, you can get it izakaya which is like beef and like potatoes and carrots and stuff and it's something that your mom would make or your grandma would make for you and and basically shohei hadn't had japanese food like good japanese food in a while because he had been living in taipei so she's like okay we'll make it together so they make it and then Mm -hmm. um i think kenny comes home and haruka's home and so the four of them sit down at the dinner table and they eat the food and so Mm -hmm. and then they basically sit down and they discuss you know dreams and because shohei starts saying that he's gonna have his first audition since he's been back in japan and then so Corey asks him, like, what did you what made you want to be an actor in the first place? So they kind mm-hmm. of just start it just like a very casual opening question. Like if you're just getting to know someone and someone's totally. like, Oh, I have an audition, like mm-hmm. it's very natural to be like, Oh, well, what made you want to be an actor? You know? Because he moved to Taiwan yeah, to pursue acting, right? So like, oh, well, he said over there he was mostly modeling, mm-hmm. but, like, one of the reasons why, well, the previous episode, he says the reason why he went was because he was really into Taiwanese film, and so he wanted mm-hmm. to move there, whatever, right? So he's talking about how, ultimately, he does multiple things, is distilling his conversation. Yep. Like, <laughs> too long, didn't yeah. read. But he has many passions. He has many passions. He, he also... He mainly works as an actor, but he also models. He's also directed a friend's music video. Sometimes he writes music lyrics. He started writing novels. He loves writing a lot. So he said, if he doesn't write, it's hard to cope. Don't you think? He's like, I get too anxious mm-hmm. with too much free time. So so he's just like, does a lot of things. And then so Haruka is like, but what's your true passion in life? Like, And he's just like, I have a lot of passions. And they're... Each thing is equally important to me. So he goes, he's from this, like, he's saying that right now the new thing is, like, in this current day and age, you can do whatever you want. Like, you don't have to pick one thing. Mm -hmm. 
and and do it till the end. And he's like, he believes that that's very archaic and naive to think that if you just pick one thing and you stick with it, you're going to succeed. But then Haruka on her fa- on her on her side, she's like, well, you know, even if you do have other interests, that's something you shouldn't share with other people. She's she's from the 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 side where she thinks like if someone asks you what is it that you do and they and you can't give them a straight answer, it makes people think that you're wishy-washy and you don't really have a backbone and you don't really you're not serious in life yeah. basically. Like yeah. she's like you sound like you're a wishy-washy human being and mm-hmm. that you have no like direction or desire to succeed in life. Yeah. So she's just like, I just don't understand you, which makes sense because like she has been working since she was 15. So like, yeah, she had her passion and she's pursued that one passion nine years already. So that makes sense. And then basically it becomes this heated conversation between (laughs) the four of them, which I really loved that once the which initially gets breaking, like saved by the bell when Mm -hmm. the food is ready. Yeah, but then Haruka, bless her heart, <laughs> she is a backup. <laughs> she is great for this show. She just inherently understands television. She brings it back, and I really respected her. And and the the panelists say like, oh, she has great masculine energy, which <laughs> just kind of like rubbed me a little bit of the wrong way because I was like, well, I don't think she's got great masculine energy. I just think she's a strong person, like. Yep. She just knows just what control she... of the of the situation yeah. of the conversation. Exactly. Yeah. And she says, you know, not to she's like, you know, I want to bring it back to the conversation we were just having. She was like, I just want to bring it back to that conversation. I want to mm-hmm. continue this conversation because I'm really interested in what Kenny has to say about yeah. the topic, which I thought was kind of badass. I did, too, because she's like, wait, you didn't answer. Yeah. And I want to know what your thought is. Which yeah. makes me understand why everyone thinks he's fake because he's trying to like, because I guess they're all trying to live in this house, like a reality mm-hmm. show, like without thinking about their image, I guess. Yeah. And I guess like to them, it makes them feel like it's not fair that they're having these conversations mm-hmm. without worrying what people might think. Yeah. But he's not contributing. Him. Yeah. Like he was not contributing to the conversation. They were having like a heated conversation, like really, really discussing their their dreams and their views on it. And he really just was not yeah. was not adding to it at all. So I could see why they're like, What do you think about it? Like you're listening to us talk about it, honestly. Like, what right. do you think? So I liked right. that she brought it to him because I was curious about the same thing, honestly. Honestly. Because, like, you want to know. Like, that's mm-hmm. why they live here. And yeah. also, it makes sense because she, as someone who is now going to go on a date with this person. Yeah. If she And she is of a, of a certain, basically, she's, she seems to be very, like, sure of what she knows, of herself and, like, what yep. she wants and what she knows she likes. Like, she's mm-hmm. it seems like she's one of those people who's like, I know what I like yep. and I know what I don't like. And yep. I, I don't want to be around what I don't like. And mm-hmm. so right now I am a person who is not wishy-washy. And mm-hmm. I think the way that Shohei is acting is wishy-washy. Whether or not he is, is beside the point. From Haruka's mm-hmm. perspective, she's like, I don't want to be with a guy who can't answer a question straightforward. Yep. And so if she, at this point, Kenny is avoiding... He hasn't said like, oh, well, I agree with you or I agree with him. So in her mind, she's like, well, if you agree with him, then we shouldn't be on a date because then I already know that I'm same. Yeah. Right. And I feel like in a relationship, like a lot of people think like, oh, like I think they think, oh, like he's hot. I want to date him or he's cute or attractive. But the thing that keeps relationships going are values, like common values. If you both have similar values, that's what makes a relationship last. And I learned that on Ologies, which is one of my other favorite podcasts. Plug. They didn't pay me. That's not an ad. I just love <laughs> Anyway, but seriously, like, it's so true. It's like your love language, too. Like, how, how it has to be similar. Or, like, not even if it's, it, even if it's not similar. Like, you need to know the other person. Like, how to communicate with the other person. Like, if you inherently don't have similar values, especially in the way that you work. Like, mm-hmm. it's so, it's going to be so frustrating. 
Because then it's like, hard for you to separate your relationship and right. your work. Especially yeah. if you know that they don't have the same values as you. Right. It can be but, hard to separate between the two. Right. And then if it's like, if she's, because she seems to be someone, especially someone who's been working since she was 15, in the same, like, her, in the same industry that she's still in, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like she wouldn't want, she would resent a partner who wasn't pulling their own weight. Yeah. Or something. It just yeah. sometimes and that's totally fair like it's okay I and I think she just she just knows that about herself it's which like, I'm glad that she does because then right. she takes that into whoever she dates yeah you know she's like I know what I want right. and I, I have a lot of respect for that and I really like that right. that she's been very very open she's with that not wasting episode. her time like exactly. she's very straightforward which mm-hmm. is very refreshing yeah it's almost um, like she's not going to casually like someone right you know, like you said yeah. earlier, because of the looks like she knows that there's a lot more that she's looking for yeah. And I think she's asking the right questions to kind of cipher through that. Right. I think it's really smart the way she's yeah. doing it. I think some people might call it a little too thought like overthinking, but like I just I just think it's smart. Like why are you too. not going like why would you I think it's good to be aware of the other people before you go into something. Yep. Especially if you're about to go date. Yeah, because you can't control the other person. So, like, a lot of people go into relationships being like, oh, I like this person, but I don't like these parts of their of their personality. Or, yeah, and they'll change. And they'll or... be like, I think I can change them. Yeah. And it's like, no, you can't change someone. Yeah. They're only going to change if they want to change that part of their personality. Why would you want to be with someone if you don't really like who they are? Yeah. Or, like, why would you want to be with someone who doesn't really fully like who you are and tries to change you all the time? Like, how yeah. exhausting is that? Like, I'm sure yeah. everyone who's listening has has dated someone who has like been a little critical or you know has been like oh like maybe don't do that or like maybe don't wear that or maybe don't eat that Mm -hmm. I don't know maybe I'm just dating shitty guys but like (laughs) I I, I have too because I have definitely experienced that maybe you shouldn't wear that tonight or like maybe you shouldn't drink tonight (laughs) I'm just like Maybe you shouldn't drink tonight, dude. Yeah, like, I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> we're no longer together. But yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was really interesting. What else did they talk? Okay. So then Kenny says, he said that he he was studying to be, he was studying cosmetology to do hair. Oh, that's right. And so, and then when he was, when he was in his 20s. And yep. so, and then while he was in school, he decided he wanted to pursue music. Yeah. So he dropped out and then now he's where he is now. And then he's also doing, he wants to also do illustration, but he's mainly focusing on music. music. Yeah. So he says, like, I got a late start. Like, I'm a late bloomer. Uh-huh. With his career. Yeah. His career. Yeah. So like, his answer is like a non-answer answer. Yeah. Like, he doesn't actually answer the question, like what he thinks. But he in just... a way he kind of does, I felt like. You know, with him being like, you know, I dropped everything to go pursue music. I kind of took the vibe that he was on Haruka's side where... Yeah, but then he also was like, he said it in a way where it made it seem like he he didn't make any commentary on like no. the way that Shohei thinks. Like, yeah, no, he didn't like add anything to like their discussion yeah. necessarily or like to each person. It was kind of like, this is what I did. Blah, blah, blah. But like, like point blank, Haruka asks, like, I want to know what you think. Yeah. Of the way Shohei thinks versus uh-huh. the way that I think. Yeah. Right. And he didn't answer either he way. Answer. He was just like, Well, I got a late start in life. And it's like yeah. and so what? So how does that affect what you what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like that's I mean, it kind of answers it, but it's not because like he's not saying like he said like I got a late start in life. So he's like, Well, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. So but technically he's only really doing music mainly and he's also doing illustration stuff on the side but it's related to his music because his music is supposedly like beachy whatever Mm -hmm. because his next gig is at a beach shack or whatever yeah so like it's it's very on brand with his brand right and And, it's and with like karori like she kind of made an interesting comment around the same time that kenny did where she said you know that she was illustrating on the side working an office job but then left the office job to take you know illustrating full-time and more seriously so she you know didn't necessarily outright um say her views but she to me she did kind of lean on the side of 
you know, you have one thing to pursue and you get really, really good at that one thing. Yeah, she she also said that part of the reason, and, and not just because she wanted to take it seriously, but she wanted other people to take, to take her seriously. Her, yeah. Because they, she said that she wanted people, because she was like, I felt that I was giving as much effort into my illustrating, if not more effort, yeah. than my IT job. But yep. people weren't treating it. They're treating it more like a hobby. So yeah. I wanted to be like, no, this is, I'm serious. Like, uh-huh. I'm going to quit my real job. And I'm going to pursue this and then you'll take me seriously and you'll understand that I am taking this seriously. And so, but she also said like, she understands what Shohei was saying as a point of like, he said, it's limiting to think of just one thing to be because then like, there's so many possibilities. And then Mm -hmm. like, she also mentioned like, yeah, that's true. If I brand myself as just an illustrator, like there's other things I'm interested in Mm -hmm. and that would potentially limit what I get offered. Yeah. You know, instead of being like an artist or doing also graphic design or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, but just being an illustrator. But like she does make a good point in saying like this is one of the things like doing social media like you and I do, like Mm -hmm. one of the things that we learn when you, for example, start Instagram is like focus on one thing and then add your other interests. Yep. Like that's something that people don't understand about Instagram or growing social media either is like mm-hmm. it's really easy to establish a brand for one thing that people can trust you for. Like, for example, books. Like, mm-hmm. that's what we do. We yep. talk books. And then once you kind of get a little bit more of an audience that trusts your taste, then mm-hmm. you can start adding in like TV shows and movies yep. or like stuff that's similar or adjacent to your yep. brand that isn't totally off brand. Yep. But that makes sense. So what Kenny's doing with his music and folding in his illustrations on his Instagram feed for his band and then maybe using some of the illustrations as album covers or like singles or mm-hmm. something. Like it just makes sense like for his yeah. brand to do that. Mm-hmm. But then I don't think that what Shohei is doing is not completely off brand like being an actor and a model to be in a model and act you kind of have to act and then yeah of actors model so yeah. it's not totally weird yeah and a lot of people and actors and stuff do write as well mm-hmm. but like what the panelists also said is true that's like it's a better argument if you already can do one of the things well and you're kind of well known for it mm-hmm. and then you can also do other things like now like for example there are big actors who like like Jamila Jamil from The Good Place this is like totally different but she when she started when the good place kind of started taking off then she had her body positivity stuff and that became a thing and so regardless of whether or not she's a problematic person because of stuff that's going on with her new show aside like that's a really good example of like building on a brand Mm -hmm. so you can't just immediately be really headstrong with a lot of things because then they're like well what are you actually good at yeah. And when you're good at something and then you're like, hey, I'm also good at this. Like, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're so good at things. Like, yeah, well, I think it's like a balance, you know, yeah. like I feel like if you stretch yourself too thin, right. you know, it's hard to get good at everything. But I agree right. with you that you kind of have to build one thing, one thing at a time. Right. Like, that's absolutely what I did with my brand. Like, it was definitely one thing became good or knowledgeable about that one area right. and moved on to other things. Right. But I felt like a lot of my stuff was always, you know, somewhat related to each other. Kind of like yeah. how we talk about with Kenny and stuff. Like, I definitely right. felt like, you know, I was books and movies and comics, you know, photography, video. But right. I didn't start, you know, writing songs or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I never felt right. like I broke off too much. Yeah. But I also get what Haruka is saying. Yeah. Because as someone who is in her 30s who does have, like, multiple jobs, mm-hmm. like... You know, when someone asks me, like, what do you do for a living? It is hard to answer. It's not an easy answer. Yeah. Like, it's hard. Like, and my mom, like, she has always told me that she finds it really hard to explain what I do to people. Because, yep. like, sometimes she doesn't even fully understand what I do. Yep. Like, <laughs> I mean, so she's just, like, I, I think she watched, like, a Japanese PBS thing about youtubers and instagrammers and then she was staying at my house and she came into my room like a year ago and she was like oh my god is this what you do and I was like kind of 
Kinda? And she was yeah. like, I get it. So, like, I mean, it took, like, she had to watch, like, an, a freaking news article about it, like, a newspaper. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's just tough. Like, it's hard to describe. And if if people don't live in L.A. or, like, do this kind of stuff or are familiar with mm-hmm. social media or things like that, like, when I go out of town or, like, to middle America, like, people are just like, what? Like, what? I yeah. don't. They, like, look at me like I'm an alien. And they yeah. don't take me seriously. Which... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm also educated, very educated. So it's like, I mean, it sounds so pretentious, but I I am. And a lot of people underestimate that or like don't think that because of what I do or whatever. So it's it's just complicated. So I get what she's saying. Like when she does make you sound wishy-washy or like you're not sure. But sometimes I think it's just hard to explain. Like, sometimes it's just, it's not necessarily being wishy-washy, but you're like, I do a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of stuff that goes into that stuff. And, like, if it makes you happy, like, who cares if yeah. people understand what you do? Ex- like, it yeah. really doesn't matter, because it's not their life. Like, it's your life. So, yeah. like, why would you live your life so that other people can understand what you do? So miserable. I wouldn't want to live a life like that. Yeah. Like, and, like, with Haruka, like, I get it. Like, she found her passion when she was really right. young, and she's worked her butt off to be successful in it. Like... Right. Go girl, like much respect, but that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone has to have that same path. Yeah. And if anything, and- I think Shohei's standpoint is also something I understand because when I went to college, I was studying music and like I literally thought I was going to be an opera singer and I or, or like a musician. And I just literally only had that as my plan. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to college and like that quickly became a lot of things happened and it quickly became a thing where I realized this is not what I wanted. Yeah. I was like already in a sophomore in college and I had to like completely find my identity again. And I really didn't have time to. And so I think it's smart to have a backup plan, especially Mm -hmm. if you're going to work in creative arts, like also have writing or have something that isn't based on your age, because like you're going to age out of, acting or yeah. modeling yep. at a certain point it's going to be harder for you to compete for jobs because mm-hmm. they're going to be less so to have another skill to fall back on that's like writing that doesn't matter mm-hmm. how old you are what your yep. race is is smart yeah for me and like preparation for living your life so i understand what haruka is saying too but then i also understand that like this day and age it's a lot harder for us to make money. And mm-hmm. regardless of how educated we are, it's really hard. Like a lot of us are juggling like five jobs that yeah. are also freelance. And like some of them don't even really make money, but we're investing in the hope that like it will make money in a year or two. Yeah. You know, we hustle because this is how we have to do. Like we have a crap ton of debt and we're just trying to make and like make it work and also make our dreams come true and also live in this world that's like wanting to ruin us politically and economically it's a hard life it's not as easy as a lot of people had it and I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that you know discounting everyone's troubles like we are not living in a wartime situation and those are different circumstances but still it is a luxury to be able to say well I know what I want a hundred percent at 24 like yeah. I know what I want and I've been working in this industry for nine years like mm-hmm. I that's amazing I wish I had that it would be so much easier if I if I knew exactly what I wanted mm-hmm. like off the bat but I think a lot of people don't know what they want um, and I think it's good to experiment like I think with a lot of people who don't know what they want I think it's good to try a bunch of different things and see what fits because you know I have definitely found like if I don't try something I won't know if I like it or not Exactly. And even if you do like do it, you're allowed to stop liking it too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you can move on. Like it forever. So, so what he's saying about like y- you can give up on like you don't have to always like something. Like yeah. if you just because you kept doing something, if you stop enjoying it, you don't have to push yourself to keep doing it. Yeah. And you can pivot. And I think that's a really important thing cuz I've also done that like I my background's in fashion PR and I've also gone to law school so I've also like changed my life a lot Mm -hmm. and then then I started writing and now I'm doing social media I'm doing photography and like all this stuff but like I only really switched industries again like three years ago and then if Mm -hmm. I talk about photography like that's like a year so it's not 
and and you can do it and like not be in the red like you can yeah. make money you can break even if you ha- work hard enough like in a year or two years and like start slowly building your business but it's hard work yeah it's a hustle it's, it's, it's a hustle it's doable it's not impossible you know it, it's hard to i think it's hard to discourage it's such a hard topic because there's yeah. i feel like there's no right answer it's no, just- it depends on the person depends on the industry too you know like if you're becoming an engineer or you know, a doctor or a lawyer, a lot of times that is one focus and you only have the time and energy to put into that one focus. So I think if that's the case, like go for it, like, you know, put your time energy into that. But, you know, for us that it's in, you know, a creative, a creative field, like it's hard to say that I'm just a photographer. I'm just a videographer. I, it's a a writer. Like it's harder to do that. I feel like. And plus nowadays they expect you to do everything. everything. Like they expect to write and direct and star or like, you know, they they don't expect you to do just one thing because if you can just do just one thing, there's thousands and thousands of people who can do just one thing. Like what makes you different? What makes you special? That's what's important in the industries that they're talking about so like even when they're all discussing the dreams and how how jobs work like we also have to remember what industry each person is in so like haruka's in the acting industry kenny's in music and then kari's in illustration and they've all everyone except haruka has switched industries yeah so haruka is the only person who has worked in the same industry Mm -hmm. her whole life yeah. for a long time and her and it's and it's interesting because like the, the one thing that Shohei said when he was like well all the old people are gonna die off <laughs> the archaic ones they're all gonna yeah. die anyway which was really like a little rude that was a little harsh yeah it was harsh. like I I mean I get what he's saying like I think I think he's he just gets it a lot I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure he just gets it all the time like yeah. from his mom and his dad and like Haruka being like that is like very old man of her too like she's like yeah. it's, it's exactly what he's saying he's like yeah. he's like well old men think that way yeah. and like he's also kind of like dissing her because she is like self-professed old man yeah <laughs> um, so he's just like you're fucking archaic yeah and and she's just like no you're just you just have no backbone yeah like, you, you just, just don't know what you want in life you yeah. just don't know which direction you're going yeah yeah, she's just like, I just don't think you're going to go anywhere. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, I'm tired of hearing this, basically. Yeah. and it's basically like a dad <laughs> or a mom and yeah. like a child. <laughs> and this is day two, day yeah. two of the house. It's insane. This is crazy. And then Shohei goes like, naive to think you'll succeed and find success just because you stick to one thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, in his standpoint, he's like, there are actors who act their whole lives that like never find groundbreaking success. Mm-hmm. He's trying to say your argument isn't valid, but like, yeah, but like you're still doing what you love. You're still able to not be wishy-washy. And like Haruka's point still stands. That doesn't really invalidate her point. Like it's yeah. just like adding on to his point, which, okay. And then Kenny goes, yeah, but there are incredible people who have found success that way, though, because, like, every case is unique. So he's kind of, like, really playing both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, Haruka's like, well, you can become an expert at something if you stick with it. And then Shohei's like, I think people can do multiple things and still excel. And then he goes, I live tempura, but if I ate it every day, it would taste gross. <laughs> the and, tempura incident. Uh, yeah. dun, dun, and dun. that is why it's called a tempura incident. And then Kaori, adorable, adorable Kaori, uh-huh. says it would tax your digestion. <laughs> like he's trying to save it. Like it's just like, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. It would tax your like, like, yeah, but like doing the same job every day wouldn't tax your digestion, would it? Like, yeah. <laughs> just it. It's like okay, cool. Like, I think if you love it, you know, like, yeah, you'd you'd be and fine. I, and at this point, Haruka looks so over it. She's, She's so like, over it. She's like, I'm ready to close that. this conversation. She's just like, <laughs> if she could roll her eyes. Yeah. She's internally rolling her eyes. Yeah. Like, she's just like, I'm so over this. Yeah. Because no um, one was like explicitly, you know, on her side, like pushing it as hard as she is. But, yeah. you know, she seems pretty set in her opinion. And but that that also like it, it does make me think like she is very headstrong. She yeah. can be a little stubborn, but she's she knows who she is, and she has a very strong sense of her own values. Yep, I think is like fair yeah. to say. I think she is very strong-willed, and I guess she like has a very strong point of view. 
Yeah. Uh, so clearly this is day two and, and this is happening. So I feel like everyone on the panel was very correct in saying Haruka may be a source of a lot of disagreements. Or yeah, she's not afraid to, you know, to kind of stir drama. Yeah. You know, she's stirring the pot a little bit, you know, getting everyone involved. Right. And I, I could see situations like this coming up again, like kind of building yeah. more tension and discussions. Yeah, which I thought, I think um, a lot of the panelists, I thought this more so than like the final three minutes of Riseko and, and Ru- Ruka like making plans to hang out, which was yeah. just like, I don't even care. Yeah. They're so cute, but it's like adorable. Bye, friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the most interesting thing to me was just like all of the people at the studio talking about their their assessment of the situation which i thought was very very good yeah when i loved i loved when yamachan said uh, he said people with the at- with that attitude shohei's attitude tend to defend their own lack of effort and gaslight those who work diligently towards their goals i can't stand it and then Tokui-san says it's ungracious of him to act so so defensively. That's what rubbed Haruka the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And then they say it would be a more convincing argument if he had already accomplished some things in life. Which, I mean, it's very true. Yeah, and, yeah they're uh, not wrong. Yeah, they're not wrong. And uh, I don't know. I, and, and Yamachan predicts that Shohei will, will cry by the end of the season. <laughs> He's going to crack. Haruka's going to get him to crack. Yeah, it's just, it's amazing. I, it's just... It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, they have a point. You know, he could said he, you know, say that he's a writer and they're like, all right, show me the writing. Like, right. what right. do you do in that? You know, if you're an artist, like, show me what you've done. So, like, they're, yeah. they're not, I, I think the panelists were, were right in that critique. Yeah. You know, it's like, if you're going to say that you're into all these things, you know, are they just a side hobby? Are they a passion? Are you yeah. just, you know, are you an expert in them? Like, yeah. Show us the proof he in a way. hasn't found his thing yet. Like, maybe yeah. he doing all these things because they're all great and like it's because he would be a fantastic producer yeah. you know and like yeah. he just hasn't figured it out yet because yeah. he hasn't had the opportunity to yeah and like also they literally just met him so they also don't know what he's done yet yeah like they don't Absolutely. know they haven't read any of his articles none mm-hmm. like some of these people haven't gone to the other people's musicians shows so yeah. like you know, they're all talking about Kenny, like, knowing what he's doing or whatever. They've never been to one of his shows yet. They don't, they don't know, know what he's like. like. Yeah. yeah. And, like, they haven't seen each other's work, really. Yeah. So, they're, I mean, they just saw Curry's illustrations for the first time, which are yeah. awesome, by the way. Amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, they're just they're just getting to know each other. So, it's mm-hmm. also, like, not fair to say, like, well, well, yeah, to just assume that Shohei, because he's doing all these things, is, like, not doing them well. And because, like, I think they said something about... The way he lives his life is tepid or something, yep. which I thought was super funny. <laughs> but, like, who's to say that the way he is treating all of these things is tepid? Like, yeah. maybe he really is earnestly saying, like, these, all of these things matter to me mm-hmm. and I give each one equal effort. He yeah. really could be giving each one Absolutely. And um, I'm curious for him to kind of show that more. I think he's a lot more to show. I mean, he also doesn't back down. He's very, he won't, he's not afraid to stand up for himself. Yeah. What I mean, it's kind of clear, like, he's probably had this conversation before. Yeah. Like, all the things that her girl was saying, like, yeah, it definitely seems like he's he's had to defend himself and his passions before. Right. So. It does make me question, like, whether or not he really does feel the way that he does or mm-hmm. if he is being defensive. Yeah. Because or he does feel he wishes he had something. Yeah. Because I sometimes feel like it would be so easy if I just had one thing that I really loved. Like, if I just became, like, a super passionate about directing, mm-hmm. like, that would be so nice. Because then I wouldn't, like, be wasting, not wasting my time, but, like, I would know what to focus on first. Mm-hmm. And then everything else would just feed into, like, doing that. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if, I mean, I want to direct. And maybe that is what I'm passionate about. I just haven't tried it yet. Yeah. I haven't had the opportunity to. It's like, it's, it, you know, it's just hard. So I get it. Eh. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, that's not, who knows isn't why we, we have the podcast. But, <laughs> but I, I just, yeah. Anyway. That's true. Like, I feel like it's different, you know, there's different situations. Yeah. I mean, you're someone who's just trying to start out their thing. And, but yeah. you've always been like, you've, you've always, we've talked about this before mm-hmm. you and I. So yeah. like, I mean, you have a very, you are interested in a lot of things, but like mm-hmm. you, you did start with BookTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like I didn't find, you know, like I felt like when I 
first started out, you know, I had one thing I wanted to focus on and then found that I didn't want to focus on one thing. And, you know, even career rise, like, you know, I started out being, I want to be a broadcast journalist and then I want to be a producer and then I want to be a screenwriter. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that was wishy-washy because I, but the reality is that I didn't know what I wanted to do quite yet. And so, it, mean, yeah, it was wishy-washy. It is to figure out what you want to do. Exactly. Like, I feel like, like if I didn't try didn't out like. things, I wouldn't have known. Right. And, um, you know, I'm still kind of figuring that out. You know, yeah. I, you know, can't confidently say, you know, right. that I'm going to do one thing, you yeah. know, for the next 10 years. Like, and I think, and I think that's okay. I think, okay. I think I'm still trying to figure that out. And I think, yeah. I think that's fine. I do see myself, you know, I am a, a very, I like to be good, you know, at certain things. Yeah. I definitely do don't feel like Shohei where he says he gives like equal time to everything. Right. I definitely know that I prioritize things. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely not one to give super equal time to everything. Right. Um, but I think that's okay because the things that I prioritize most, I get better at. Yeah. You know, because you have the time to focus on that. Right. So that makes sense. And I, and I felt like a Haruka, that was a lot of points that she was trying to make. Right. Was that when you are an expert in one thing, you focus on that and you become mm-hmm. good at that one thing. Right. And yeah. yeah, I just feel like I, for myself, haven't found that one thing yet, but I yeah. understand where she's coming from in right. that, in that thinking. Yeah. I get that a lot too, because yeah. like doing bookstagram, like I took a hiatus because it just like felt like so repetitive after yeah. a while. And that was, and I was just too. like, I just felt like, I don't know, creatively unfulfilled. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I, I, and I felt like I kept trying to come up with new ways to motivate myself but it just like wasn't working out yeah yeah I felt like with you know when I was focusing on you know 95% book stuff I got tired of doing the same things all the time right and so it was a slow progression where I slowly started you know moving into comic books next I felt like that was a natural progression and then using comic books to talk about comic book movies right and then from comic book movies to talk about any kind of movies and yeah. i feel like in it you know it was a gradual thing over about a two two and a half year span where yeah. i started to slowly kind of bring those in because right. you know yeah. even yeah. though i was talking about books at one time comic books and movies were always right. still a passion it just mm-hmm. wasn't anything i shared yeah so it exactly wasn't like you know comic books and movies was like a newfound passion like, they were always on the back burner, always something I was passionate about, but it just wasn't at the forefront of what I was creating. Yeah. And so, you know, over time, I decided to kind of mix up everything. And, and I feel like that was a good, like, I think, you know, how we talked about earlier, like, when you're starting out with something, it's good to have one thing that you focus on. Right. Because people trusted my book opinions. I was, yep. you know, confident in my content with books. Yeah. That all I did was just bringing in more things. It didn't feel as overwhelming. Like, I feel like yeah. if I had tried to bring all of that in the beginning, it would have right. been way, way too overwhelming. Yeah, it would feel like there's not a real main focus. Yeah. And by that point, if you'd already build your brand on original, on like books and stuff, like if you had been doing movies, like if you throw in an occasional book video, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be completely off Surprise. base. Like people yeah. wouldn't be shocked, you know, or surprised. Yeah. They'd be like, because oh, cool. already established that. Yep. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's yep. just like, you know, by the way, I'm still interested in this stuff. Like, you mm-hmm. know, but I have other things sense. I'm interested in, in as well. You know, does that mean I may do less book content? Yes. You know, because, you know, the things are split up, you know, naturally, I can't spend like all the same amount of time on book stuff. But I think that's okay. Because now it's still uh, more of a mix. Yeah. And right now they don't have any responsibilities. Like they yeah. don't have kids. They don't have a partner. They're all yeah. single. Like and so they're also kind of working. They're all young. Like everyone's in, you know, in their twenties. Like I think Joe everyone is still just figuring it out. Back to Japan from Taiwan. So he's yeah. just he's like, I don't even know. I I don't even have a job yet. Like yeah, he's like, I I don't know where I want to be yet. Like I'm still figuring it out. I mean that's it's a huge it's a huge huge adjustment. And yeah. then you know you're on TV and then like you're answering all these questions and like you're like <laughs> flustered and then you're put on the spot. Yeah. a lot like you know it seems like everyone's against you yeah. I, I get that it's just oh wow yeah. deep deep stuff man deep. it was tense, Oof, it was tense. Tempura. like it's crazy that like this is like we can talk about this deep deep stuff watching yeah. show yeah. and it was like 45 minutes long so. yeah it was like a few minute conversation yeah. and you know we're bringing in all this like outside knowledge and opinions and things like because it was a really good discussion and I'm glad that it 
it, so, it opened up the, the, the conversation, which I thought was really, really important for this. It's super cool to see people of this age, like, discussing things at this level. Yeah. Like, it, I feel like it's really good to show people both young and uh, like grown up like older like in their 30s 40s 50s like boomers who don't really take millennials that seriously and are like well these people are they're just like messing around you know they don't understand clearly everyone is very deeply thinking about where their values when it comes to their career and their life and how they pursue their dreams and goals and like i really love that this show is showing you know that you can be in your 20s and like not really have the answers but you're having these open honest communication yeah that's also like relatively respectful yes it got a little tense but like for the most part they weren't calling each other names they weren't you know like attacking each other outwardly in a very aggressive way Mm-hmm. Um, they were basically having a disagreement. And then yeah. at the end, they kind of agreed to disagree. And yeah. then the- where they were like, we know where we stand on this. We know that we may not agree on this. Yeah. But they, they, had, they did have a very mature conversation. It was really interesting. I thought it was cool. It was really cool too. to see people in their 20s talking that way. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see that they actually really care about... Mm-hmm about stuff like and that they have real adult opinions and they should be treated that way they shouldn't be treated like stupid kids yeah because they're proper humans yeah anyway um i think that's it for today we have some other stuff but i think it's not really that important um (laughs) (laughs) gotta hit the head with our um (laughs) deep discussion Um, but yeah everything was just the rest of the stuff was cute there wasn't really anything that big. Yeah, Ruka and and uh, and uh, Risako are going to hang out. Mm-hmm. So we'll see that next week anyway, probably. So we'll talk about it then. Yeah. All right. So that is the end of episode two. So we hope you enjoyed it. And next week we'll be talking about episode three. Caitlin, where can everyone find you on social media? So you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at Big Screen Books. Pretty easy. Kind of Ooh. everywhere. Yeah. And do you have a website? Yes. It's CaitlinFoster.com. Okay, cool. So you can go there and look at all her cool things. You know, traveling stuff. Mm-hmm. Travel. Yeah, Hopefully. See, bring, and you're bring in more stuff. Japan content. You should Yay. follow us. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at tediously underscore brief. And you can find my bookstagram where I talk about all my books and fandom stuff at Traveling Book Nerds. That's all one word. And yeah, I think that's it. You can also find us, Terraced Out, the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Terraced Out. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Jack again, just popping in to let you know where you can find us and listen to us on the interwebs. So like every podcast in the world, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, but you can also find us on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser, and so many others. Whatever your favorite provider is, you will be able to find Terrorist Out Podcast. If there is somewhere that we are not, please be sure to email us and let us know so we can submit and get us on there because we want to cover all of the spots. And you can find us at terroristout at gmail.com. And while you are going down the list of all of these wonderful distribution platforms for Terrorist Out, be sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts slash iTunes to rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you think of the show thus far. We absolutely would appreciate it. And thank you so much for taking the time. Ah!